0: and welcome once again to starship podcast warlock my name is drew my name is Jeff and we are well into and when I say well into I mean one episode into the third season of fat yes this is this is the home stretch for us just so you know if you're listening to this right now um we are planning to get to the end of this third season and then who knows uh it, it could be almost anything I Plan to put a poll up on Twitter. Uh, if you're hearing this now, it probably already was up. Um, but uh, just gonna put that there in case folks want to vote on what we should do next. Um, yeah. Can I vote? <laughs> yes, Jeff, you can vote. Okay. Yay. I mean, I'm not sure I would be able to tell if you if you uh, if you did. I don't know if it tells you who voted in your polls. Mm, okay. No idea. So you could totally game the system, as the one person voting. Got it. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be pretty counterproductive though. Yeah, because if you're the only person voting, there wouldn't be any to, any need to record this. Counterproductive
1: is my middle name.
0: Cool, okay. Jeffrey Counterproductive Lambert. Yes, it's <laughs> a mouthful. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, we are going to get into watching that episode very shortly. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I don't know where I get this idea because I usually don't even think about stuff like this, but, uh, I think I was thinking about a sequel to Ab Fab and I'm like, well, there've been numerous sequels that they themselves have done. Um, but they've never done a prequel for perhaps obvious reasons, but (laughs) for uh, the obvious (laughs) reasons, apart from flashbacks. Um, so I thought it might be interesting for us to discuss how we would approach, um, or how we think they should have approached if it was even possible, an ABFAB prequel. What would you do? So, well, I would do it
1: like young Sheldon with Eddie, oh um, narrating. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, although I would have, I would love to see a bit of, um, you know, a bit more of what they were like as, uh, as kids, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Yeah no, um,
0: and of course I I can't help. We've seen. I mean, it's fair to note we have seen some of that in flashbacks. You know, we've seen. probably I guess high school age, Patsy and Eddie. Mm -hmm. Um, Right, maybe nothing prior to that. I mean, high Um, school age in the U.S. Obviously, whatever it is in the the U.K. I don't know what crazy school systems you all have over there. O level, A level. I think they have seven years
1: um, and And then uh, I'm going to base this completely on uh, Harry Potter, you see. Oh no. Yeah. Um, But um, so yeah, I guess in terms of envisioning a prequel, I mean, one thing I I, I always joke about is, um, is the idea of, uh, of shared universes between characters that have um, shown up in different series. And so I guess the question is, well, you know, if they were, during the, um, you know, uh, they were hippies or whatever in the late 60s, early 70s or whatever. I wonder what they were doing a decade or and a half later. What were they doing in 1982 to 1984 around the oh. time that The Young Ones was being um, filmed? I mean, OK, uh, Jennifer Saunders shows up in two different roles. Um, but in both cases, she's clearly in college, I suppose. So that doesn't quite fit.
0: um uh, but, uh, yeah, that's that's definitely not neither of those is Adina. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's a fugue state and becomes like Helen Mucus for a little while somehow. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't see that happening. I mean, I, I think it's more interesting to try and picture uh, young ones epi- uh, actors popping up or characters popping up in ABFAB. Like, I mean, you know, it's funny that I can picture Nigel Planer. Um, who who can do much more than hippies, but uh, picture him showing up in um, as a Neilish type character. I can certainly picture. Mm-hmm. And I mean, um, <clears throat> you know, we've had both, of course. Uh, aid. Um, th- I have to admit, I-, I get a little chuckle out of the idea of trying to picture um, Vivian kind of just becoming all posh and uh, writing um, restaurant reviews for a uh, for Patsy's magazine. Um, <laughs> and, and trying to imagine that Aide's character is, you know, um, that 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 is uh, Vivian evolved and, uh, but you know that doesn't work very well. I'm I am sad that they never found an excuse to have Marshall visit um, Patsy's office because then he could have had a, a Christopher Ryan, um, uh, Aide Edmondson uh, reunion. Oh uh, yeah. Um... I, I'm even I'm even more sad. I think that even though I could picture Nigel on there, like, um, God, picture. How? What would you do with Rick Mail on Abfab? Like, I I just feel like that that, you know, um, it's funny because right, Eddie and and Patsy are the are the wacky ones that I mean to some extent the universe deforms around them, but like Rick has the ability to kind of do that, um, with everything. So I almost feel like it would be a tug of
0: war between. The two sets of, of people. Well, let's see what are you're talking about. Rick. Are you talking about Rick or Rick Mayall? Um. Rick Mayall, the, act, the uh, actor playing a, yeah. a different character. You're talking R- about Rick, the character showing up on the show.
1: I, I'm talking about Rick Rick Mayall when you drop him into things uh, of which you could choose to make him the character of Rick from the Young One, or you can choose Young Ones, or you could choose something else. That's fine. But Rick Mayall, in general, I think has a habit of of. Um, of uh, focus being drawn inevitably to him. Stealing the show is the phrase you're looking for, I think.
0: I was trying to avoid that <laughs> phrase, but yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I guess my theory is, uh, particularly based on what we see him doing in Blackadder, is they might have had him as, like, I don't know, the editor of a men's magazine or something like that. I, you know, it's interesting that for a show... Oh, God. Um, like Abfab you don't get a lot of sort of villainous men, you know what i mean? Hmm. There's there's not a lot of like okay, here comes that sexist jerk. Yeah. You know, i mean very occasionally you get that sort of thing but like even in Morocco i mean the guy is so bizarre. <laughs> That it just doesn't present as this sort of, like, lustful ball of testosterone. Right. He's just this strange sybarite, sybaritic, is that the word I'm looking for? Uh, he's a strange pervert, let's put it that way. It's better It's better than syphilis, <laughs> I but I yes. Suppose um. <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on that not being the case. Um, mm. But you know what I mean? Like, there's there's not a lot of the kind of, hey, I'm a big man, that you're going to take down yeah. a pig or two kind of comedy. And uh, it's interesting to speculate on why that is. I, I think it... I think it's to the show's credit that they're not that uh, obvious, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, the the men who cause trouble for Adina are, in their own way, extremely hapless. Um,
1: well, I mean, to some extent, Pats and Adina are, if not villains, at least anti-heroes. <laughs> right, I mean, you know. yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think there's room for another one or one that's that's worse for the most part. Um, although I, I suddenly had a thought of uh, trying to picture uh, Rick um, as uh, not not necessarily as Rick, but I mean Rick Mayall bouncing off of Jane Horrocks as Bubble. <laughs> like that I want and and just picture him getting more and more irate over something the uh you know the the I mean it's it's you know it's really the same dynamic that you have with uh well it would be somewhat different I mean but obviously the level of frustration that another character would have with with bubble I I yeah I just want to see a scene with the two of them and then you can work the rest of the episode around that frankly uh, You
0: gave me a different idea which is uh maybe Rick shows up as Bubble's boyfriend <laughs> they're both idiots Okay, that's brilliant. That would be really um, funny. Uh, it'd be a thing I would enjoy seeing Rick Mayall do. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, I I could see that. So it's interesting that we are focusing around basically the time between the flashbacks and the show, um, mm-hmm. the present of the show. So this would be, I I'm sure. Ne- I mean, neither of them can have possibly gone to college, but th- this would be. Those in between years, their early 20s, basically. Is that that's quite a long period of time now that I think about it? Yeah, that's like 20 years. What were they doing in that 20 years? <laughs> what were they
2: doing?
0: I mean, Patsy, uh, globe trotting a bit, obviously. They went yep. to Morocco, um, and Patsy did wh- her thing, um, she was a model until it fell off. To- yeah, I was trying not to anyway, um. I don't- They clearly established their businesses. Uh, Adina somehow managed to start a PR firm during that time. Uh, Patsy works for the magazine. I'm not sure exactly. I can't remember what her title is. She fashion editor? I guess she must be. Yeah, I think so. You
1: know what's funny? This just strikes me as I was thinking about um, uh, like Cruella. You know, the, and and as that Devil Wears Deville? Prada takeoff. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah,
1: well, well, the the, the Cruella prequel, right, oh, with oh, Emma right, Stone, right. Right? right? And and uh, and how that was kind of a Devil Wears Prada, um, you know, of of having somebody at the beginning and starting off at the low rung in the business and working their way up, as it were. Mm-hmm. So you know, picture picture Eddie and Patsy on the ground floor originally, and and uh, and you know. I mean, they, they seem to be running things mostly themselves, but imagine themselves when they're just starting out and there's somebody in position of power above them. And, and you know, how
0: did, how did they end up where they are? I mean, that's... Uh, <laughs> well, it, you know, I, it can't be hard work and uh, good sense because otherwise they'd still have some of that left. So it had to be accidental. I, I feel, right, yeah. I almost feel like it's they're falling upward
1: because of the fact that everybody above them does something stupid to mm-hmm. uh, get themselves ousted from the job. You know, there, there's some Peter Principling going on there, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, um, we know that uh,
0: uh, for the most part, Adina's money comes from Marshall and uh, Justin. Uh, oh, that's true. We, we would have to see where they filtered in on all of this. We'd have to figure out that whole timeline of Surge that's versus um, yeah. Safi, which I don't think we ever satisfactorily explained. Satisfactorily. Because... It, I, I think I think we have to assume that Safi is younger than Surge. I think that's right. But it seems strange it, like it feels like Justin should have come before Marshall, but that Surge came before Safi unless like the disintegration of her marriage to Marshall was kind of why he, she and Justin ended up together. He felt sorry for her. Mm. But I feel like they were younger. When they hooked up. And some Justin reverse. hadn't figured everything out yet.
1: There's some reverse order in there. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm Zephod Babelbrox. My dad is Zephod Babelbrox <laughs> the second. <laughs> there was an accident with the contraceptive in a time machine.
0: Yeah, it is it is it is odd. But um, anyway, yes. At yes. some point in there, she marries both of them and divorces both of them. Um, she spends... How old do we think Safi is? Well, I mean, she's in... She's I at mean, university. You know, so she's right. uh, somewhere between like 18 and 22-ish. Yeah. I
1: mean, trying to think if she's old enough to legal... Well, of course, never mind. I'm thinking of the U.S. legally drink. Never mind.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, she's, she's probably around 20. So if we assume she's 20... um. Then, well, really, that means Adina and Marshall hooked up before that by well, at least a couple years. Um, and then Safi and Justin around the time that Adina was 20. God, I want to draw this out and like storyboard this. <laughs> Safi on and Blackboard. Justin, what am I saying? Yeah. Adina and Justin. Um, I didn't realize this prequel would be so confusing, but like figuring out the timeline is tricky. Um. Mm. So basically we have 20 years of Adina spending the first 20 years of her life, basically raising Safi for some definition. You're right. Yeah. I mean, paying enough attention that Safi survives the experience. Um, Maybe her mom does a lot of the work. I I really, it's hard to tell. Uh, Or more along the lines of that Safi uh, very
1: quickly realizes that her mom isn't going to do Jack and, uh, and take center stage.
0: Yeah, this is making me think a little bit of the Good Place, uh, where Kristen Bell's character basically has to do everything because her parents are such dingbats. Yeah. Yep, um, that's that's exactly how I would see that actually. Um, and it, although it, it's very difficult for me to, it, it, Kristen Bell. <laughs> as like a selfish asshole is, is so difficult for me sometimes to get my head around. But, uh, what happened to her as a result of that maybe happened to Eddie. Although Eddie did have some friends growing up, maybe only through Patsy. Um, yeah. So the prequel then would either be, I think it would probably be those early years with Justin and Marshall. I think you'd want it to be. Um, I think it starts maybe when they get out of uh regular school mm-hmm. and decide not to do anything with their lives and then maybe it ends when Safi is born. God, start it with graduation. I like yeah. that idea. With you could do flashbacks
1: to uh you know, further to show their school years in little vignettes if you wanted to, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Um but yeah, I you think know, you'd show, I think you'd want to see those two relationships or, or whatever they were. Show their first meeting. Um, show, uh,
1: well, all right, this is a slight different thing, but part of me wants to see, um, Bubbles job interview.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I feel like she just came in and Adina started ordering her to do things and she just did them. Actually, I, I that, that she was
1: not even there for the job. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she just wandered in. <laughs> Have you got a Lou. <laughs> um, I can t- I can totally see that. Yeah. Um, so, where was my train of thought there? So, it almost... I almost think Serge is supposed to be younger. Because this plays like Safi was the first kid.
1: Mm, I don't know, because... All right, so Serge has already moved out. He's away. I mean, granted, Safi probably could have has you know probably could have moved out uh, by the beginning
0: of the show anyway. It's interesting, um, yeah, that she, that he left and she didn't. Maybe so either finds, she couldn't, uh, for whatever that means, or feels a bit of social responsibility. Yeah.
1: Um, that, that's a little too pat yeah i don't know uh well i mean it's the thing right i mean she wants to move out into the dorms and and eddie is against it i know right yeah so
2: hmm
1: um you know and i suppose whereas she was at least somewhat beholden to her mother and, and exceeding to her wishes at least at the beginning of the show that that gradually grows more strained over the course of the show
0: right yes unless so, she is much younger than we think she is and she is just starting at university at that point but it still leaves the sort of surge sad or she problem. was precocious precocious enough that she started early yeah maybe um but in uh, birth it plays like she was what made Adina into a mom and right it, quote came between. Adina mm-hmm. and Patsy, and if Surge well, was already was there, that doesn't make any sense. Well, Surge was adopted. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. I mean, clearly he's it wouldn't Marshall's
1: have been their kid. first attempt at it. Wouldn't be their first attempt at adoption, but yeah. Well, uh, that's interesting. First attempt. Uh, although in a way, he follows in Justin's footsteps.
0: Surge, yeah, yeah, um, and is not even his kid. This is yep. so confusing. Uh, like I yeah, I want to start drawing
1: this out. This is fascinating. Like I mean, I, I don't think we have anywhere near anything that you could put together as an outline for this. But I feel like we have a bunch of jigsaw puzzle pieces, which like I just I want to start mashing together and and see how to <laughs> go with this. It, we we may have a project in mind.
0: I, um, I I'm seeing like this huge bulletin board with yarn like stretched between them as a, as we try to figure out the relative ages of Saffy and Surge and. Exactly when those marriages were. I'm just seeing a gigantic devil's tower of potatoes and, and me <laughs> sitting there going, this means something. Oh, my God. Well, uh, I, I mean, I think we figured out the uh, the rough timeline of our prequel. Uh, so uh, we can call that victory for now. We may return to this topic and flesh it out a little bit more. But for now, I I, I think this is a good first. Yeah, process, yeah, I think I think now it's time to watch some TV. So we're going to take a short little break here, and we'll be right back to watch the episode with you. Alright, it is time now for us to watch the second episode of the third series of AbFab, entitled Happy New Year, which is great because we are less than two weeks away from saying the same thing at this time of recording in real life. How about that, Jeff? In, 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 in what now? <laughs> I have a real life. Really? Yeah, I, I've i heard that they exist. Help me. In the meantime, let's watch a British comedy. Um, All right, here we go. We're going to count down from three down to uh, one. I'll say the word play. We'll all start at the same time and enjoy this comedy episode. Three, two, one, play. Is that a Pocahontas Barbie? That's what it looked like. Or is it Aladdin? Uh, No, Jasmine, I think. a lot of meat on there. What? I
2: don't know.
1: <laughs> My god. That's some crazy yoga she's got the doll doing. I know. And speaking of crazy <laughs> yoga, See what I mean? Is it Milly Ways? <laughs> <laughs> was last episode
0: (laughs) a joke (laughs) a sales campaign
1: starring Peter Jones as the book (laughs) is that a hardware store do we think I don't know. Some definition of hard.
0: No, they weren't. (laughs) That look... So they had a dog at some point in our prequel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the pen.
1: God, it's the pen that just makes it. <laughs> Although so does her headgear. I don't know. It's almost Shakespearean for her, I think.
2: <laughs> she
0: could do that for half an hour and I would watch it. <laughs> Tamara and Tamara and Tamara. Tamara. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha Most of its hair, I guess.
1: I think I've seen her on OK Cupid. (laughs) greetings cards
0: (laughs) but I miss (laughs) Bo that's what I sound like doing accents on this thing
1: It's funny, it's the most mike he's been it on the show so really far. It really is, that is a very Mike remark. Oh, look, Eddie matches the plate.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Her horrified face.
1: Oh God, they like put that on the counter. I know that was bothering me too. <laughs> 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 if you will not turn to the dark side perhaps she Mm -hmm. will (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha not to mention another Doctor Who connection coming up (laughs) yep <laughs> I love the fact that Eddie's resentful of this. That just. Yeah. The power dynamics. Mm
2: hmm.
0: The Ronnie. <laughs>
1: Perfect casting, Mm -hmm. I have to say. (laughs)
0: The flinch. (laughs) Robiwax?
1: Patsy's kind of behaving like she was when she was uh, on TV. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And now we see that Patsy was the mild one.
0: Time frame of our prequel. (laughs) Patsy's mom dies in the prequel.
1: Oof. That also sounds like a good plot line. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Eddie's expression there is so perfect. (laughs) Ha ha ha. (laughs)
2: My God. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Look at Saffy.
1: I cannot imagine anyone else ever playing
0: that role. I know. And meanwhile Kato Mara is doing like halfway between Joanna Lumley and uh, Eleanor Braun as mm-hmm. her mom. mm <laughs> Oh, no. (laughs) Ha,
2: ha, ha, ha.
1: (laughs) Shirley, who used to be the hairdresser.
0: Yacking up into the toilet.
2: (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like Pizza Dog.
0: She loves cats. She loves every kind of cat. I watched a Sarah McLaughlin commercial. (laughs) <laughs> it's like an opera duet.
1: Oh my God, Abfab the Opera.
0: Oh,
2: jeez. Ha <laughs> ha
0: Her face... Oh, wow.
2: <laughs>
1: That's for <a> Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Two episodes in a row. Thinking about next episode that ends with um, <laughs> on a shot of uh, Eddie being unconscious or close to it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. All right. Well, we'll come back right after this short break to talk about the episode. <laughs> All right, well, that was the second episode of the third series of (laughs) all this time, and I still want to say Blackadder, AbFab. Uh, And it was uh, called Happy New Year, and uh, I will go first this time. Go for it. I loved it. Um, I had forgotten how good this was. Yeah. But uh, it's really, really good.
1: That is pretty much verbatim what I I would say, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's... We've had, like, women come on the show before and threaten the friendship between Eddie and Patsy. But, like, this kind of hit every level of that, I think, in a really fascinating way. I mean, you start out with her. I mean, it's the same thing in some ways as the whole uh, uh, Bettina going from, you know, minimalist mm-hmm. artiste to, you know, uh, at her wit's end mother. But, like, it's it feels like a progression here uh in a way that's that's interesting between uh patsy's admiration of and probably emulation of the person that she thought her sister was to um to to, to seeing her sister who is apparently 72 um and wanting to run a thing for cats and dogs and it's it's interesting how she goes from imperious to uh seeming to be about to try to like con Patsy and Adina to no she really does have this thing that she's doing <laughs> that's uh that's almost kind and uh uh and fluffy so i think that's brilliant i love the bits where uh she and patsy are talking at the same time you can't really even tell what they're saying or at least i can't but it, it i i mentioned this while we we're watching it. it it feels like a duet in a musical or an opera or something uh, you know them just saying their their respective things um this is a uh, patsy episode totally it, it is I
1: mean, you know we ha- we have eddie and, and her reaction or whatever but really patsy is the central person in this mm-hmm. episode and i i can't think of of another episode where we've really had that
0: yeah i mean we've come close but this really is that um and i love adina's the role that adina gets to play in this as well like uh, sniping from the sidelines instead of being the vulnerable one which is a reversal for the two of them mm-hmm. um and it's very fun to watch um I love that Oliver and Justin are in this and the, <laughs> that they are uh fascinated with this strange couple of women that they're uh kind of needling you know uh, and egging on it's just it's really good uh and I love bubble what? bubbles in it I was gonna for say an enormous amount. One... Maybe I'd forgotten just
1: how good she was in this episode. You know, the, the one thing I specifically remembered was the, you have a sister. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I'd forgotten just how damn funny
0: she was oh, in this my episode. Oh God. So good. And that pen. <laughs> oh God. So good. Yeah. This was a great one. Um, not something you always get with a holiday episode, but uh, it really was uh, pretty special. Well, it's it's funny that, you know, I mean, I, I think of the third season
1: mainly being, of course, the upcoming episode mm-hmm. um, as the, you know, and uh, and that I recall the rest of the season not being so good after that by comparison. So um, and, you know, and and the last episode was OK in, in parts. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know how I'd forgotten
0: just how good this was.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, very, very solid. Um, it's going to be tricky to rank all these. I, I think I know where I would put... Well, if you're talking all the series together, yeah. But I think I know mm-hmm. where I
1: would put this, certainly, in, in this season. Um,
0: yeah, I, I have a feeling I do, too. But I just mm-hmm. I just slotted it into my order. I will not say where. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, what else can we say? I mean, it's uh, Kate O'Mara. My God. <laughs> I, for a while, I was like, what is going on with her voice? And then I realized, of course, she's doing a French accent because that's where she grew mm-hmm. up. Um, yeah. You know, thanks to uh, Patsy's weird-ass mom. <laughs> and then the whole thing about just spraying children everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. Just such a bizarre thing that they have going. And, and also the thing about um, Patsy being older when she starts kindergarten explains why she's older than Eddie now. Mm-hmm. By probably at least eight years or so <laughs> well the, the fact that i mean you know her
1: mother was spraying everywhere i mean clearly i mean it could be a wide range of age as we yeah, obviously yeah.
0: find out yeah yeah i mean it, these two could easily be that far apart i guess uh, maybe not easily but certainly uh yeah <laughs> anyway um but yeah, it's oh, just man. it's just really really good. I liked it.
1: Uh, the The whole bit, and you know, we, we've already had the joke of you know, have you eaten no nuts since nineteen seventy three? Mm-hmm. But the fact that 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 gets pulled up even further with the uh, with the bypass with both her and Jack's, um, uh, just the stunned look on everybody's face when when Patsy tries to cover for her and basically says that she's feeling a bit peckish. Yep. You know, and a little bit of the okay, I've got to see this. Not to mention the fact that, of course, Jax ends up eating the potpourri. <laughs> popery,
0: oh god, so gross! <laughs> but, but,
1: but just, just the the crisps in, um, in Patsy's
0: mouth, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then just, it, there's so much great physical comedy already in the where show. Where she hovers that, and tries to get it underneath <laughs> Jack's hand <laughs> as she's reaching for the popery, <laughs> mm-hmm. just like half heartedly offering it and then realizing it's too late. So, did Naoko Mori actually have any lines in this episode? I think she must have said hi or something like that, but that, that's yeah, all. Yeah, I, I remember. mean, it's
1: just weird that she showed up, but like otherwise has absolutely no uh, focus at all. I mean, at one point she barrels past Eddie, you know, when she comes in or whatever. But like other other than that, it was it's a very odd thing for her to just pop in. I mean, at least Marshall, even though he got the uh, you know Suzanne Summer split screen. Um, <laughs> Uh, he, he at least got a scene out of it, uh, and uh, scene like I said, having him be the most he, obviously California agrees with him. He's back to being the most Mike possible, and not mm-hmm. as like some drug-addled, um, <laughs> you know, e- eating out of eating out of somebody's hand when uh, when she tells
0: him to. Um. <laughs> yep, um, yeah, definitely he's mic'd up there. Um, yeah, it is weird that uh, what is her character's name? Sarah. Yes. Okay, that Sarah just shows up and has no lines. Um, well, that's okay. She gets, she gets uh, more she next gets time. Some... Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Um, cool. Yeah. I can't. I can't think of too much else to comment on here. I mean, we did with Marshall and Justin and everybody. It, it is an an every. It, it's an all in episode. Uh, again, mm-hmm. we get all the regulars in here. I'm trying to think. Is there yeah, anybody uh, we missed other than the magazine uh, that's staff? The only, yeah, it's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. That's the only folks that we, the recurring folks that we don't get, which is sort of unusual in a second episode in the series, but uh, not unwelcome. Mm. I was trying to think. Well, of course, um, uh, the the other bit
1: of of minorly recurring characters, I think, don't show up till the next episode. I believe um, the the hairdresser shows up in uh, more than just it shows up in later seasons. I think.
0: Um, so, yeah, so it hasn't been introduced yet, but so spoilers <laughs> um, in the same vein as uh, there are some plots of movies and TV shows that would not work at all in the age of cell phones. I think there are some plot points in ad that would not work at all, if not for bubble, because <laughs> how else do you have someone coming to visit and you find out at the very last minute uh, that it's happening?
1: Unless well, it's, you know, I could uh, Neil, I and, could you, somebody Neil and
0: University Challenge is the other example that comes to mind. But yeah, otherwise, well, yeah. <laughs> what were but, you going to say? Know,
1: I, I, I can picture somebody just, um, you know, uh, they run out of juice on their phone or whatever. or They're all coked up or whatever, or they, and they forgot. Like they, they just mm-hmm. maybe they were told it and ended up, um, ended up uh, alcohol induced. Hayes never actually heard it. Yeah, maybe. but I, I mean, Bubble is I, I, the
0: perfect sort of like... Uh, oh, yeah. The expedient <laughs> um, way to... Memory yeah. speed bump. I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> Sand trap? <laughs> oh, just God. just Bubble. Yeah, so and good. And
1: the information ended up in a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: my God. This is a good one. Uh, I liked it oh, a lot. Oh, man. Um yeah. and uh I'm looking forward to the next episode, which uh probably isn't gonna be as good. I can't imagine that wow. it would be. Um I
1: mean, we've already recorded it before, so how <laughs> much more can we can we top the legendary lost? Yes, episode? and me here, Jeff. Come on now. Oh, sorry. Uh <laughs> I was just I was just lamenting that, you know, that's
0: our that's our tenth planet episode four. Um Oh, yeah, it is. But you know what? We're going to reconstruct it. We're going to animate it. It's going to be better than before. Uh, Oh, God. It's going to be Cosgrove Hall, isn't it? Okay. (laughs) uh, No comment. So Mm. um, I guess that's it for this episode of our podcast. So until next time, this has been Drew. This has been Jeff. And you've been listening to Starship podcast Warlock. Warlock. Hi, everybody. Bye-bye.